0: Intro. What are we We're about Good to Thunder. Smack
1: that? Is that what y'all Hold <laughs> 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 like. on the
0: floor. Smack that. It's not. It's not a, so are you going to lead this podcast? Are you going to ask the questions? Yeah, let's get it. You going to flip this? Let's it get it.
1: I'm about to lead it. Come on. All uh, right. Intro. All right. Let me know when to start. You're ready. Ready?
0: We're on. We're rolling.
1: Welcome to Ghost Talk Podcast. You know, I'm sitting here today with the ghosts of Minnesota. Okay. My name is Yusra. Who we got?
2: Hey,
0: it's your boy Muhammad Sharif. As oh, you got Hamza, the truth.
1: Yo, and um, they invited me today. They thought they was about to run this, but you know, I had to do a little whoop de woo on them. She's, you she's, know, she took
3: it over. She's
0: podcast over.
1: queen. I had to conjoin with the podcast king. So I want to know, you know, first of all.
3: Damn, she really got questions. <laughs> like, wallah, this is the best, ex- most organized <laughs> intro we've had.
1: How's your intro? Let me hear it's your intro first. Terrible.
3: I <laughs> trust. <laughs> Hey guys.
1: <laughs> Let me is this that it? Just hey guys? This is what
3: we do. So we just talk. We say we hit record. We're just mid-conversation. Do you guys introduce yourselves? We do oh, sometimes, okay. like, mid-conversation. Cause like, no, what we try to do is like we just go into it and people are just talking about, like this, how we're yeah. talking, and then like as we're talking about like, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy. In the middle,
1: after you guys are done, yeah. 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 And then and then like this
3: guy goes, Hamza <laughs> 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 so then yeah. and then we try to like hype up our guests. Like we would be like, So today we got this wonderful lady, Aww. businesswoman, yeah, uh, entrepreneur, which is the same thing. I gotta fuck. see.
2: Yeah,
0: I,
1: I, I shit is terrible. <laughs> no, that's we not never, bad. But the thing
0: is, we never write. It's straight we, off, it's of, it's
1: good. off. Good. That's how we are too. Um, with our podcast. If you guys don't know, I have a podcast, Eden Talk, with my co-host Gilbert. Go check, it check, out. It out. Go check it out. YouTube. My boy was on this. Um, one. I think yeah, the first season you were on yeah, it when right. he had his book, and then the collab with the clothing and everything. Mm-hmm. We are um has supported uh our small business with me and my best friends african beauty got the do rags so check it out right now we're about to drop something next season inshallah or this season i should say i want to be
3: a model yeah you could
1: definitely be a model both of y'all i was a a, a model
3: for the for the do yes and you
1: forever gonna be my model for sure every time i go like
3: i'm a model and i leave i feel like this shit
1: yeah this nigga beat y'all gotta see this nigga's pictures like this is him
3: the thing is, is I mean, he has the face for it.
1: He does. Mashallah, look yeah, at him. Right, right. Mashallah.
3: Challah,
0: challah, 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 challah.
1: This is why he's on Ghost Talk. He's a yeah. No, he's
3: a What? <laughs> he just said, "Oh yeah, I brought this nigga on because he's good looking. Just because he's good, good looking. looking. That's <laughs> about
0: it.
1: it.
3: There's no other reason. Just because he's good looking.
1: So, getting into that, hmm. how did Ghost Talk start?
3: So, wow. Um, I did not expect. <laughs> um, no, but for real though, this guy right here, he's. The original podcast guy mm-hmm. I've always wanted to like get into podcasting and and interviewing mm-hmm. people, and like I was very very interested about like learning about other people what they do how their lives are run it's just asking those bigger questions um I came on his show actually just like how I came on your show um and like we we, we had a pretty like it was an amazing podcast episode I talked about my book whatever whatever, and then like a couple months later this guy he goes okay i want to he wanted to start one too mm-hmm. or i don't know how that went down but like he he needed somebody to come on the show with him mm-hmm. and like he was like yo like he hit me up he's like yo we really didn't we knew each other but we didn't know that's like thing we, yeah
0: that was like,
1: about it we, oh really so you guys really connected it was, it was on that, dif- podcast. that on podcast a different
3: level on a different we wow. always knew, we knew each other Marshall for almost a, what five plus for years, a long time maybe yeah even longer than that um but he he just he said yo like you want to come on i like your vibe i think you know you'd be really good at this, you should come through. And you know me, I was like, hell yeah, I want to come through. So I I came through, like the first, and it's a learning process. Well, I think where we were, our Mm -hmm. first episode and where we are now is leaps and bounds. But, you know, alhamdulillah and, there's, there's going to be so much more com- coming soon.
1: Wow. Uh, Mashallah. Man, I love to hear that. Like, I mean, brothers being united over something like this. That's what's up.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I no, that's it. No, I've I watched a lot of you guys' episodes, and you guys actually have a great dial. I thought y'all knew each other forever. Like, mm-hmm. you guys grew up together or something. Uh, no. So, yeah. It's just
3: two people with, like, vibes that just click.
1: Yeah. I think that's
3: what it is.
0: And the reason why I chose him, originally, was Sincerely Honest with mm-hmm. my family. I remember, mm-hmm. yep. And it started off with just four of us. And what happened is was one, of, one of our cousins decided to take school a lot more serious. Yeah. She mm-hmm. said, yo, I can't do it. Respect. So it became three of us. Mm-hmm. And us three were like, yo, I think we should have a, someone next to us because there's a vacant seat. So we started interviewing people, talking to people. And we had this guy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I then love having conversations with people. I just, I'm just interested in anything and everything. And I just love talking to people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, I need someone who has that same mindset, who's interested, who doesn't question people and their, like, just their views but questions why they do it. And it's just like, yo, let me know why you do it just so I understand why you do it. And he's one of the most articulate individuals yeah. that I know as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Thank you, thank
0: you. And he wrote, wrote a book.
1: Yeah, and he wrote a
2: book. Shout out, shout and out. And he models.
1: He's literally everything, huh? <laughs> you know? No, that's what's up. Uh, the
3: only thing I can't do is spell, guys. I can't spell. But you happen
0: to write a book, I'm and smart. that's why yeah. you're great. Yeah. That's I'm why so you're so. a go.
1: Yeah.
2: Thank
3: you, thank you, thank you. That's thank true. You. But today we're here to talk about why she's a goat. She truly, yeah, let's, let's, truly flip. Let's, let's, let's go back to the ghost talk.
0: Let's go back to the ghost <laughs> talk. So let's do an intro. Amazing let's do an intro. Job. Let's actually introduce the goat. You are a goat. Thank you. How many Yo- things do you do? Can we list it off real quick? Because oh, before, <laughs> let's just do.
3: Because we so, were trying to think about that. So, I asked him. <laughs> so, so you do the podcast. Yeah. Um, you have the clothing line. Mm-hmm. What else?
1: So, um, so I have Eden Talk podcasts yeah. with my friend um, Gilbert. We we have that together. Then with my two best friends, Amal and Samia, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. We started a brand called uh, African Beauty. Yes. And then my nine to five career. Originally, I was working with small businesses. Now I moved to what they call middle market commercial. So it's wholesale businesses, but I still assist with uh, small businesses in mm-hmm. the banking world. And then. Um, I'm on the Lake Street City Council board. We were talking about that earlier, and um, I help uh, generate grants to our community. Um, and then I'm on the African Development Center Loan Committee. I'm counting
0: six, by the way. We still go. We're on number six
3: right now. <laughs> 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 and
0: <laughs> that's really. No, no, no,
1: don't end.
2: Keep you going. Keep going.
3: Stop.
0: No, you no go.
1: um, and then for fun, like as I do a lot of volunteer work, uh, I love teaching financial sure. literacy to the community. So I do um, partner with uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul schools, both through my corporate world and then also outside. Uh, I do volunteer with the organization called Best Prep. And then um, I used to be a lot into journalism. That's what I did a little bit of studying for before I changed my mind. And so I partnered with um, what they call the 360 journalism program. So I do some volunteering with them as far as like editing papers for uh, college students and high schoolers. So. Yeah, I do a little bit, a lot.
3: Wow. 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 Mashallah. That's like 12 things.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) It sounds like a (laughs) lot, but like, (laughs) I got it balanced. He
3: said, how'd How'd you get to 12? How'd you get to 12? I can't spell and I can't count, guys. I went to Minneapolis Public Schools, I'm sorry. Which
1: is amazing public schools, so (laughs) shout out to them. It actually is. Yes.
3: You know, my graduating class, I had like 12 niggas go to like, ivy league schools absolutely like niggas that i knew mm-hmm. where'd you go south i went to south bro Niggas yeah. was fighting in the halls but folks was going i was to shocked ivy folks <laughs> going to ivy league schools i was like yo yeah south
1: me. had a um you guys had like a what was it, like an ivy program or something or whatever it's we called we
3: had um we, we had an ap program but yeah we had the honor society yeah well. yeah um that's where a lot of people like and we I, we have one of the highest like graduation um rates in, like South, in, the, Minneapolis, in yeah. South Minneapolis, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like ninety eight percent. It's mad ninety eight percent.
1: Yeah, mashallah. It's amazing. Damn,
3: everybody that I started school with, like, graduated.
0: With me. It's like you get in a fight at South, but you also graduate. Yeah, so yeah.
3: that's their model. Their model is like you could do whatever you you're, like. You're gonna graduate. I
1: remember we used to like take buses to come to South, like suburban kids, to like fight with y'all. Like that was like <laughs> Yo, literally. Is,
3: was
0: South really a prison?
1: yeah it was, was. It? i was in there it literally used to be a prison
0: <laughs> so you were in prison or you, you No,
1: know, like <laughs> okay it was a prison way before it was a school that's what i'm saying like but it used prison. to be no so i heard it used prison. to be a prison
3: no, it didn't used to be prison Man, i'm gonna google this guy the guy, the guy sure? i'm telling you this the architect that made that design south also designs prisons which is like which makes a lot of fucking sense because school is jail, bro. It's jail. You get jail food. So
1: he built, that's a messed up. Our doors,
3: our doors do the thing. (coughs) No. I swear to God. Because you guys used to get like the gun checks and everything, right? And they have like the magnet locks.
1: Yeah. So at a
3: certain time, they lock and you're
1: you're right. Yeah. It has a prison-like I want structure. Yeah, it
3: very much has a pri- Oh, South-
1: Southwest was the bougie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Southwest, that. Southwest,
3: bro. Yeah. I went to Southwest my sophomore year for a track We had, had a swimming pool.
2: Yeah. I
3: went to Southwest for a track meet my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I went inside to use the bathroom. <laughs> I couldn't do my mesh, bro. It's a campus. It's an actual campus, bro. It's yeah. got a cafe. They have a cafe inside the school. Are you looking if it's a prison
0: still? Yeah, <laughs>
1: it was just built like a prison. You're right. I like I thought it literally it was a prison like it, like it, like it has it no very
0: windows. Much looks yeah, it have and it window has
1: room. like bars. It has stuff. bars? Yeah. Like I've some never parts went inside of the South. school.
3: It's crazy. South is crazy. But yeah. hey, big shout out to South. They're one of the best basketball teams in the, the state. The Tigers, right? right? Best Cat. Yeah. They beat Delasell. Well they're number one or number two. This year? They're one or two. Dead ass. They're going crazy, bro. Eat
0: and Talk.
1: Okay, let's go back to you.
3: What made you start it?
0: Um, where, first, where did you get the concept?
1: Yeah, so Eat and Talk, what it is now and what it originally was going to be was completely something different. So the reason why it's called Eat and Talk was I was actually, me and Gilbert, we really wanted to focus on restaurants. Mm. And I had, like, this idea along with him, like where we would go into restaurants and interview them and actually have interviews there. So like I would invite you to Qurhlo. and we would oh. sit there and have a dialogue and then we talk about the restaurant that we're at and then the you know the chef would be like, Okay Manta, you know, I made you know Basta heal of or whatever <laughs> yeah, like that. This is that's what it means, you know? Concept. And so that was our concept. And like we we were thinking and like prior to that, me and him were sitting down and we we're like thinking about um we could do, like, a radio show or something mm. like that. But we are like, okay, let's do a, you know, let's do a podcast. And then the pandemic hit. Mm. And all the restaurants closed. Mm. And we're like, oh, dang. And then George Floyd happened. And mm. then we're like, oh, dang. Like, now we got to make it bigger than this, like, food and Somali food. So we recouped and we, um, you know, it was an active summer, especially with the George Floyd thing and with the pandemic. And we're like, OK, there's so much negative light in Minnesota right now, especially in the black community. Yeah. Like everything, every time you turn on the news, you open up your social media, it was like. Oh, this is going on Or black people are writing, And everyone's burning things down And everything Like, everything was just so negative And we're like, yo We got some amazing things And amazing people Going on in Minnesota yeah. Like, let's give them a platform And really highlight that So that's how we came And we still want to I'm, I'm fat Like, I want food So I was like, <laughs> I just We got to incorporate Eat in there somehow I don't care mm. So um, that's what So we ended up um, You know, renting out a studio Shout out to Nice Guys Corporation And, you know, they they have a podcast studio And we, we rented it out And then we decided to interview people. And I started just like interviewing you know, friends, people I've never met before. Majority of the people we interview on our platform are like, I've never met them before. Mm-hmm. They're just people that either have reached out to us or we reached out to them. Yeah. And they're doing something, they either have a business they're artists they're a chef they you know they they do sports something like that and it was nice it was like wow look at all this and all these people somali black african like our community is thriving and so that's very like much. why where it where it came from
3: yeah, mashallah. yeah. Now mashallah. our community is very very much um thriving yeah um so how did you go about like the food aspect of it did you just reach out to these restaurants yeah you, you know
1: you? if i'm being 100 percent honest like um, we just go and we just buy food. We support these small business mm-hmm. restaurants and then we just bring it. And then we shout them out or, you know, people ask like, oh, where'd you get that Sambusa from? Like mm-hmm. we got it from Cairo grill, you know, or where'd you get those smoothies from? Like, you know, just et cetera. So that's kind of how our, our main goal, cause we just started really our first episode was this year. So January is going to be our like one year anniversary. Um, but our goal is to hopefully incorporate like larger, small businesses that serve food and um you know like have them sponsor us you know vice versa have oh. us sponsor them whatever the case is and then yeah but regardless i'm eating on my show because first of all i'm hungry so yeah. we really
3: need to start doing that because i'll be hungry bro yeah we all be hungry and then afterwards we all like bro where everybody eat at bro so
1: yeah hungry, bro. and now it's really cool because it's so cool like in the beginning, like, yeah, we'd bring the food. Or sometimes, like, the people that we interview, like, they cook or their mom can cook or their girlfriend cooks, whatever the deal is. And then now, like, our guests, when they come, they're like, hey, we're going to bring some food. So, like, our guests bring food now. It's really cool from where they're, like, like, they'll bring Liberian food, they'll bring Somali food, you know, they'll bring tacos, whatever it is. What's, so. your, what's
3: your favorite, like, other than Somali food? I think some. Uh, oh, by the way, I think Somali food is elite.
1: Yeah, top, <clears throat> right, top 100%. tier. Top one hundred
3: percent legitimate. Amazing.
0: Don't say the wrong word, please. The wrong place either. What? For what? Your favorite restaurant. Your favorite Somali. He said Somali non. Restaurant.
1: He said non-Somali oh, though. Oh no!
0: No, no hold on! No no! Huda, no huda. Do she your favorite Somali restaurant. Don't. No no no! Don't say! She, she don't, don't say nothing! Stop!
1: You're not gonna make me say the Don't
0: What's your favorite Somali restaurant? Please answer that. Please.
1: Najeeb's is not your favorite So why, restaurant? Listen I'm about to get kicked out, y'all No, you're listen. not gonna you get kicked know. out you're, you're, you're more It's my crib
0: You're more than welcome
1: I love Najeeb's I'm not gonna lie So I have um, It's I not have, her favorite listen. restaurant,
3: bro I Something
0: just know like, her favorite restaurant
1: So if this is the thing I have a favorite restaurant For like each Unta, though oh, So
0: Each, each dish if you Each had, dish I ask the tough questions sometimes Go ahead If you had to pick from one restaurant that was so mighty, that you could only buy stuff from for the rest of your life. Where would that restaurant be? We want to know.
1: Oh my God. Oh. Um, this is so tough, I don't know. Um, my, mine
3: is Najib's, obviously.
1: I would have to say between, I love mashallah. I, I do. I oh, love mashallah. She's tapped in. <laughs> mashallah probably will be my number she one. She's
2: tapped in. Um,
1: so you guys know Olive Kitchen that opened up, you know, on Nicolette. Yo, I love their whistle. The I love their food. It's 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 clean. It's really nice. Um I heard
3: it's like very like like not bougie but like
1: Yeah, it's just it's it's clean for you know, it's new. But shout out to them. It's clean, you know, it's yeah. really nice. Um there used to be it's still open. I don't know who owns it now, but like in twenty eighteen, mm. uh it's on twenty seventh, I think twenty seventh on Nicolette. The owners then like had elite food like What's it called? Dal- Dalos? Dalos? yeah. Where is it? It's on on Eat Street. It's on 27th and Nicolet. I Yo, think. Yo, we
0: got, we got to get a list of places from you. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie.
1: Yo, everybody, <laughs> recommend
3: your favorite Samaya restaurant in the comments. Put yeah, your favorite get a Samaya list. restaurant Do in the it. comments.
1: Um, but yeah And then you know And then there's the basics You know I mean You know Their customer service sucks mm-hmm. We know that I'm Ooh. sorry I'll say it I say it to their face every day But their customer service sucks yeah. That's also but, why
3: restaurants though. You
1: know But like Quruhlo is different Quruhlo
3: is like, <laughs> borderline disrespect It is It's borderline disrespectful. What do they it say? Is. They, You come and you're like They're gonna be like They're gonna be like Get <laughs> on
1: your That I wouldn't even mind because that's like our ducking. Like that's we're just like straightforward. But like you know, sometimes it's just it straight up ignore you. It, it's straight up ignore you. Wow. Or they'll be like, "Oh, do you have Hilwari? Don't have it. Basta don't have it. Bries, don't have it. What do you LA got?" At like 12 p.m. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> LA we got Sukarn and Malawah. That's it.
3: Suka- like no <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's> and <good talk.
1: laughs> Not facts. Literally so. But I love Somali food, and um, I love to cook. That's another thing. Like, mm. I love to cook. So if I had to choose first, it would be cooking at home. Well, I love to cook if I have time. Um, but, yeah. yeah. If
0: you if you had to say one thing and label yourself, what would your career be?
1: Mm-hmm. If someone's
0: like, hey, what's your career? If, like, a little kid came up to you and says, what do you do? What's your career? What would you answer with?
3: Wow. I remember you asked me this question, too, I think. What
0: would you answer with? I have no right.
1: If, <laughs> if it's something to uh, summarize everything that I do, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is a career, but the title I would give myself is Community Advocate. That's Mm. probably because that's a little bit of everything what I do, whatever I do, whether it's in the banking world or the teaching world, it has something to do with advocating for the community. So that would be my title if someone asked me. Even in the media world
3: with your podcast, it's it's more catered towards, you know, putting people into the spotlight and shouting people out uh, in this community. I really like that, though, because, you know, it really shows that like where your values lie and, and where you see. Um, you know, your truth and, and your desires and yeah. what you want the world to look like is like every, in every aspect from your professional work to like what you do for fun. You, you're always trying to look after the community and look out for the community. Yeah. And so that's, that's fire. Who
1: off. else? Well, and yeah, and, and so do you guys too. Wallahi. So it's just, it's important, honestly, if like, if, if you aren't putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and advocating for like, especially the youth, because I remember there really wasn't anyone advocating for us when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our world I, is I in shambles I think that's
0: the main reason why I even do this, because I feel like our, our older generations. So I'll speak for mine. I'm 25. I'll, Damn, he <laughs> He always says you're that.
1: a baby. Yeah, no, it's an ongoing joke for him. I that. told you, yeah. you're gonna be 25 yeah. soon.
0: Yeah, but I was like, when I was growing up and I was doing poetry and I was doing theater and I was doing all these things, I didn't see anyone that was Somali, let alone like there. There weren't even a lot of black people that I, like, we were yeah. close to because the Somali people so. We like to keep it within ourselves, mm. but yeah, we don't share anything to, to each other, so it's just like a empty hole I feel like because mm-hmm. it's like nobody's sharing nothing yeah. but you're only gonna you're all only gonna stick with each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now it's like I see these younger kids and then they have dreams, and I'm like, yo, you could actually do it
2: mm-hmm.
0: Our dreams weren't like real to us, they were just like yo I want to uh, maybe." If it yeah, might happen. I, I, might, make, I might make it to the league.
3: I might fuck around and do it. Shit. I might do yeah. it. But, like,
0: you look at these, these kids and like, yo, no, I'm going to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could feel it in their soul. And I'm like, yo, if I am that one person that can say something to you, be like, yo, you could do it, that ignites something, mm-hmm. that's that's something that I didn't have. I hopefully can pass yeah. it on now.
1: And this generation, I love them. They are so fearless. Like, we were so boxed, boxed in as kids because we also had, like, dreams, goals, and ambitions. But, like, we... We were just in a box, you know. Mm. It it was different. But this generation is fearless. Like, they will do what they want to do, but they need that push at the end of the day. And they need that push from, not from, like, elders or TV or social media. Like, they need that push from people like us who are actually, like, out here, like, doing something, you know. He he said
0: something pretty, like, that still sticks with me. That's the funniest thing. He said, y'all generation, y'all personalities, like, it was beating out of you. Yeah. To have a personality, to be different. Like, let alone, that you see people with dreads now and braids. Like, having long hair back in the day was a no-go.
1: Big time. At
0: all. Oh, having mm-hmm. curly hair or long hair or, like, coloring it? Oh, first of all.
1: Oh, um, yeah, so, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Jail. <laughs> that boy is
0: going to jail. and yeah. sells drugs. I've <laughs> done all three of
3: those things with my hair.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
3: know? I feel like my, like, my generation is kind of like the middle child, you know? Or, like, even, not even the middle child, the youngest child. You know how the youngest child just don't, they don't go. But, yeah. Like they'll do the mo- they'll do shit that you look at them you be like bro I would be dead right now if Hoya and I were <laughs> yeah I would be unalived
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they do it like and I, it's just out of straight like I don't give a fuck I'm yeah. gonna do it like come see me about it but I don't because what's think-
1: the worst that can happen I mean you know I'm n- I'm never suggesting don't ever disrespect your parents oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the end of the day like. Our parents, there's a lot of things. I mean, we grew up in different generations, so there's a lot of things that they don't know. So sometimes you just got to do something, and mm-hmm. eventually they're going to see the bigger picture, and yeah. they'll accept it. I'm the oldest child, so I feel like my parents experience with me. Like, the way my parents yeah. were on my ass... And the way they just let my siblings do whatever, I'd be looking at them like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even get dropped off at the mall when I was younger. Like, my parents would be like, no, nope, I'm, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be sitting right here or something like that. But, like, how the – my siblings, 13, 14, they'll drop them off, pick them up. Oh, you're going to your wow. friend's house? It's cool. Like, it was, like, so – because it's, like – but they learn, though, because, mm-hmm. you know, they could kind of tell, okay, like – you sort of didn't really get to experience life. She, she she started, like, you know, not, I wouldn't say, like, rebelling, mm. but at the end of the day, like, the trust wasn't there. Like, I would yeah. have to hide things from them, you know? But they don't want that. At the mm. end of the day, they want openness. So with their other kids, you know, now there's, like, a good trust, you know? And I love that. I love it, but then I was the guinea pig. So Speaking like, on
0: that, yeah. growing up, how was it? Where were you born, your, your whole, your story, the beginning?
1: Yeah. Your, your origin story. Your origin story. Yeah, so I'm between a suburban girl and a city girl so Mm -hmm. i uh i was born in in north america i was born in canada but i yeah but i came here not really i came here when i was like a baby but yeah technically but yeah i came when i was like a baby um and i don't even know like my whole birth story like Sometimes the person will be like, oh, no, some like what a shit. but I'll go to Canada and be like, oh, this is the hospital that you brought. So it's like, it's, it's a whole mixture. It's mixer. all over the place. <laughs> it's all over the place. But I know um, I came to Minnesota and the first place that uh, we lived was Cedar. And that's where my dad's mom, she just passed away in yeah, 2018. But up until 2018, she lived in Cedar. So I would spend my school years mm-hmm. um, and weekdays in Eden Prairie. That's where mm-hmm. I grew up. And then every weekend and then straight up the whole entire summer, I grew up in Cedar. And um, I, and I loved coming to see like m- literally when my parents would pick me up from my grandma's house oh, after the summer or the weekends. I'd be like, wow, like, you have nur in your face yeah. because it's like I was like, in such a like basement in Eden Prairie. I mean, there's a small community in Eden Prairie. Don't get me wrong, I love them and everything mm-hmm. like that there's massages. There's a community, but like coming to see there like getting fries from west bank and you know playing basketball with brian cole my the two dollar fries with the mayo god. and the ketchup oh, and the this bass like oh my god it, you know you. and so <laughs> um so it be, those two became my home so that's like where i grew up so that's why like um, I always had a passion for the community because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew up with people here and then I grew up with people in Eden Prairie. And then also people think that Eden Prairie is like such a cookie cutter, like white people place, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people there lived in Section 8 Wallahi. Everybody yeah. there h- had EBT. So they were struggling in Eden Prairie too. Mm-hmm. They, it was a mini C that Wallahi hate um westwood drive shout out to westwood drive that's like kind of like the the, the hood area. of eden yeah. prairie you know okay. where all the russians and somalis lived russians, and so, the russians? yeah hello russians lived there <laughs> the, <laughs> fact, the fact <laughs> that russian? she thought she
0: was just gonna sneak that in there a ghost talk. yeah, like, <laughs> the yeah we just live with russians <laughs> we're that's we're about it yeah
1: babushkas well i babushkas. I, had a, I called it babushka we had grandmas no, wait, growing wait, tomatoes what is it, wait babushka? what is babushka it's a, it means grandma in russian Babushka. babushka yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: babushka oh, I'm going to start going around and start calling people that. Hell yeah, Babushka.
3: Hey hey, 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 Don't fuck with the Russians.
1: Dude. Yo. Babushka. No, but the Russians were, the Russians really, are cool. Cool were nah, really cool. They were really cool. I don't know outside, but... Out. No, nah, they, nah, they cool. They are. You just
0: got to... They're going to put you in the, the fridge, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. What was the last
2: thing he said? Babushka. <laughs> <laughs> he, called, he called
0: the wrong nigga grandma. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nah, they're Russian. So yeah, so that's where I grew up, and then um, I went to Eden Prairie schools, and then, so- after sophomore year, oh my god, like high school, like freshman year, sophomore year, especially was so. You You're in
0: Eden Prairie the whole time.
1: No, so that's what I was about to say. Eden Prairie. I went to high school, like I went to Eden Prairie the, in my entire life, up until after sophomore year. My parents, like, I was having so much fun sophomore year, like it was so fun, <laughs> because first of all, I don't remember happened, like oh, but her heritage clothes or something. Everybody came to Eden Prairie, oh, and it was like it was, it was lit. It was a lit year, and my parents looked at me like, "Time graduated, graduate." So we like, They took me to Minnetonka, <laughs> oh, wow. and then Minnetonka. Actually, I did really good, like my first semester. Then I did PSEO, mm-hmm. and I finished PSEO. So I really didn't know anybody in Minnetonka, and then I graduated from Minnetonka, um, but then towards the end of my year um I got really I was really into journalism mm-hmm. and so my teacher uh actually recommended me to St. Thomas um for the journalism program that I yeah. volunteer with now and that's what I studied but um I just really it wasn't really for me I couldn't really find like an actual like solid job mm-hmm. I loved writing I loved reading um I loved interviewing people but um yeah so I just got like a part-time job at a bank um Wells Fargo on Nicollet Lake that's burned down right now oh. um which is cool, but it's going to get rebuilt, inshallah. But um, I was a teller, and then I I just use it to waste my time, really, like, get by just as a paycheck. And mm-hmm. then it turned into a career. I got introduced to the community relations team, and that's how I got into um, using them to get into the community and mm-hmm. help out and give the resources. So I'm here today. Well,
0: going going wow. back to high school, mm-hmm. you said you went to Eden Prairie. Yeah. And then there was a point where there weren't that many so many people. Yeah. And then they migrated over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you were in an environment where there are a lot of Somali kids.
1: Absolutely. We had a whole third floor. It was called the Somali wall. What? Yeah, it was (laughs) called the Somali Somali wall. (laughs) There's going to be somebody
0: watching this like, oh,
1: you're the Somali wall. No, like all my OGs from Eden Prairie know, like I'm talking about like circa 2006, like guys that graduated from 2006 up until like when I was there, like there was a Somali wall. Like the corner got bigger and bigger. But. It was. We took over the whole third floor. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
3: That's Somali. That's Somali people for you. Dude. Yeah. Well, life if there's one thing Somalis are good at, it's taking over shit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we'll just
0: start multiplying yeah. too. Mm-hmm.
3: They just mob and they're loud as shit. Yeah, absolutely. And we just yell and everybody just like leaves the premises. <laughs> like, you don't want to be on the third floor. The
1: third no, it wasn't. Yeah, well, I talked about the, the, They used to like hold their backpacks tight, walking next to us. Bio. But oh, I
0: have wow. to go to the third floor so, for bio. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: Them uh, Somalians.
1: <laughs>
3: literally. Uh, have, That's how it was. Uh, I have physics literally. on the Somali wall. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck damn. man. <laughs> <The> damn Somalians. <laughs>
1: No, that's literally how it was though. Like, <laughs> and then there was A that were cool as hell with Yo. us, you know. But yeah, it was it was bad. And then there was some Somali people who had like identity crisis that oh, like didn't consider themselves Somali. They so just skipped out. They yeah they would skip out and they didn't go to the I third. I feel flood.
3: so bad for those people. The people that like the ex-Somalis, the ex-Somalis. Bro. But you know they, so it didn't bad. last long
1: because like <laughs> I was telling you this yesterday on the yes, phone.
3: Yeah.
1: Like after high school, they realized without the Somali people, yeah. they they couldn't you know. So it's like. It's it not is. even
3: like without the song. It's any community yeah. without your community, your folks, your people. Like you're not gonna make it
1: yeah. anywhere. But, and if
3: you do make it anywhere, like I don't know about other people, but for me, if I made it without my community, I wouldn't feel the same satisfaction mm-hmm. as if my community raised me up and made me the person I am today. I feel like everybody gets the win together. You
2: feel me? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, not I didn't even
0: finish time? the question though, because mm-hmm. the question <laughs> I just remember the mm-hmm. question being. You're in a Somai, there was a lot of white people, then there was a lot of Somai people. Mm -hmm. Y'all migrated because you might have failed. Child, if you had a child, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: where would you want that child brought up? In a a school with a lot of Somai people? Or would you want them to be in a school full of Adam people? Which environment do you think would be best fit for your child?
1: I actually have a child, oh, and inshallah, yes, inshallah. Um, his name is Okash, and right now he goes to a white school, but there's, it's the same thing. There's a lot of Somali kids out there that go to his school, but me personally, I would want him whether it's somali or not i would want him to be somewhere where there's uh a community at least muslim community because mm. um, i would want him to know his daqan and dean like right yeah. now like thankfully like i mean there's a balance because I, I take my son to Duxi on weekends yeah, so he knows mashallah. when he goes to school he'll be like he'll come home so i like oh i guess what noel ate pork today can you believe that like <laughs> <laughs> like you know <laughs> like so he knows Yo. you know so um so mashallah. i would prefer for my um child to have that balance because i also don't want him to have like i said the identity cr- crisis mm-hmm. so even if he is in a all somali environment i don't want him to get culture shock when he's in the real yeah. world when he grows up and he's put in a white world mm-hmm. like let's say he gets a job somewhere or he could be anywhere around the world overseas mm-hmm. and he's just in a environment that's not somali yeah. i want him to know how to adapt so i would want him to have that balance to be honest at the end of the day and i'm gonna look at education and dean first before i look at culture you know so
3: because culture is yeah. always changing yeah i feel like that's that and also <coughs> the fact that, like, uh, that's one thing, like, our parents kind of didn't understand. One, like, if you just seclude a kid and just learn all he sees is Somali people, mm-hmm. once, and which he has to eventually to be successful, once he leaves his community or she leaves her community, it's going to be a big shock. You're not really going to know how do I navigate, you know, these avenues and, 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 and things like that. And the other thing, they don't understand that they try to, like, which is, there's a level of fear of, like, I don't want to lose my dachan. Like yeah. They, they have a connection to the homeland. I'm yeah. Like, and that's why, my, my,
1: even till this day, you yeah. know, me working in this corporate world, my dad every day was like, Bismillah, please don't start drinking alcohol. Yeah. Well, He says that to me every day. Like, yeah. I'm like, Abba, stop. Yeah. Like, it's just a parent's fear or a exactly. sibling's fear. Like, yeah. naturally, even I worry for my siblings now. They're grown, but I'm just like, I don't want them to fall into the wrong crowd, you mm-hmm. know, because society and culture is different these days. So
3: Very, very different. Yeah. yeah. Yo, pork pork in, t- <laughs> in public schools is yeah. crazy, bro. A
1: lot of public schools, I think they cut down on that, to be honest. Yeah. Like, their food there's programs have digs, changed. There's but... some
3: niggas that were eating pork from kindergarten <laughs> to sixth grade. I had no clue. Right. Straight <laughs> bacon every morning. Yo, you know, when I first went to South, I walk in and I came late. I came, like, lunchtime, my mm-hmm. first day of school. Yeah. And everybody was eating pepperoni pizza. But it was not pork pepperoni pizza. It was mm-hmm. beef. Mm-hmm. I, didn't like a, I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. I mean, I came from some high school. You
1: know.
3: <laughs> and, والله, I was convinced only the, the only pepperoni that exists is pork pepperoni.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I walk in, the entire school, a bunch of Somali kids, Arab kids, they're all eating pepperoni. I said, <laughs> all y'all niggas going to hell. You going <laughs> to hell? You going to hell? I was like, we are crag.
1: But yeah they, yeah, they cut
3: down on that, alhamdulillah. Yeah, no,
1: alhamdulillah. No, it's, yeah. My, my mom, I, I go to Holy Land and I get like pepperoni, or like crescent Moon, and my mom doesn't trust it. She's like, I don't, <laughs> or, like, I don't care. I'm like, wait, well, it says halal. No, like actual halal, like there's halal pepperoni that's sold at like yeah. the Arab stores, you know, and like, my mom still doesn't trust it. She's like, mm. or, or
3: turkey bacon. Yeah. Turkey bacon. She, My mom, turkey yeah, turkey bacon yeah. If I make turkey bacon
1: sausage, turkey sausages, all of that, they're like, nah. Mm.
3: So then that balance that you had between the cities, and, and cedar riverside and yeah. like we could talk for hours and hours and hours yeah. about like what cedar riverside is like and the culture experience that anybody growing up there has mm-hmm. and ep do you think that balance had an effect on post high school what your ambitions were and even right now as an adult what your ambitions are and what you get into
1: absolutely well i'm very grateful growing up in both eden prairie and see that um you know obviously the op even, even though i said like there was struggles in eden prairie the opportunities are still not the same mm-hmm. you know um the kids my friends in see that and my friends in eden prairie had two totally different lifestyles yeah. so it definitely did like post high school um because I, I just never and, and it's not just me my siblings as well like we will never forget um the lifestyle that we had in see that um <laughs> even though it's Considered lower class, like for us, it was just so up there. Yeah. Like we had the best times there, the best summers. Like, we can still go there and mm-hmm. you know, see Ayeyas and Awoas and you know, friends that we grew up with. But at the same time, you know, we're reminded about dark things. You know, yeah. a lot of people that we grew up and see that. Um, are not here today with us compared mm-hmm. to the friends we have in Eno Prairie who are, like, doctors and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. So it's, like – so I'm reminded by that. And then at the end of the day, like I said, like, it did, it did have an effect on me post-high school because it's, like, okay, I, I don't want to forget where I came from. Mm-hmm. I don't want to forget where my grandma – my grandma refused to move from her apartment. I don't even know yeah. how the owners – they probably died while she was still living there. Like, <laughs> she lived there, like, circa 90s. Like, <laughs> I kid you not, you know? So it was, like – um that's my dad right
3: now yeah like not ref- going he refused yeah he came what 93 yeah since
1: 1993
3: he's been living in the same like basically the same but he refuses yeah. to leave see that like yeah.
1: just love see yeah. that you know and because
3: bro
0: it's hard to leave
1: it is it's yeah. hard to leave
0: minnesota it like is. when you go to like any nah
3: that's all yeah i'm out
0: <laughs> nah well like, you end up missing you like you end yeah. up missing like driving and then seeing a the somali mom like up uptick or like, a or like a any like you just miss it you come nah, that sense
3: of community is, is it's
0: unlike different unlike I
1: always different. say I'm, I want to get up out of Minnesota and then sometimes I do I'll be gone for like a month or something and then I'm like Damn. and I come back and I, I miss I miss seeing like our people or like I meet Somali people like outside of Minnesota like for example DC or something yeah. like that and then um, they they're, just they're just different it's not the same it's, it's, it's not the not same, same. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest it's, with each other, it's not the it's same, not, <laughs> it's really not like, and they're just like different, like, their problems and, aren't the same problems. Their problems got, are not, and when they come here, they're like, Whoa, they love it here, they love they it. Love they move it here. here, like, love or they're, they come here all the time, or like, mm-hmm. it's you know, playing basketball is different here, mm-hmm. going to shows here is different, like, you know, everything, you know, or like, I remember one time, um. When I was working at the bank, like this Hoya came to me, you know, and she was from like one of out of the States or whatever and yeah. she had like four boys. And she was like, cool eh wa and one of my boys marry them." Like she was like, "Please, she's like they're all dating white girls." Like literally, oh <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god, like I need your help." Like and that's just it's it's sad, you know. It's yeah. like, but they're just not accustomed to the culture. So it's it's good because we have Dean here, we have Dahan here. Like we have so many things you know, like, move available here available. We are confident
3: with who we are
0: here. Yeah, too, absolutely.
1: Yo, that's
3: a real ass mom.
0: Yeah, well. she,
1: put it again.
3: <laughs> she out here shopping her sons out. Yeah,
1: so yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. But yeah, I love Minnesota.
3: Yeah, no, I love I love I feel like so. Minnesota the thing that the it for Minnesota especially for some my people is that Somali community. Yeah. And then if you lived in Cedar, like, you got that, like, on crack.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You like,
3: you, there's bank tellers, they speak Somali. They, yeah. You go to a clinic, they speak Somali. Yeah. Everywhere, you, you can live there. Pharmacists. Everyone pharmacists is, Somali. is Somali. You don't gotta speak speak a lick of English. Yeah. Straight and straight.
1: then, like, we're just, like, elevating and everything. Like, we have artists that are mm-hmm. Somali here. Mm-hmm. We have politicians that are Somali mm-hmm. here, even though they're not doing crap. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's another yeah. topic. But we have, you know, chefs that are Somali. Like, we have, like, yeah. You know, soon, inshallah, we're going to have someone go in the NBA that's Somali. Yeah. How Minnesota much money well. do
0: Somalis make for the Minnesota government, right? Like, how much money do we bring in?
3: Oh, oh wow. we're one of the, Isn't correct oh, me if wow. I'm wrong. Like, how much do, do we bring in, in? We're one of the highest, like, tax revenues by.
1: We definitely yeah. are. I think we are the highest, to be honest, if I'm look, not wrong. If,
3: correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, five, five out of ten or six out of ten Somali people either own a business or want to own a business.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. that's their
2: goal.
3: And when you're a business owner, you pay a shit ton of amount of yeah. taxes or you bring in a lot of revenue where you have like 15 Or yeah, employees. if you're
1: partnered partner with like the healthcare, like either way, someone is exactly. paying the government exactly. through their business. Exactly. Uh,
3: so that's why it's so, and going back to like what you guys were saying earlier about generations, like y'all generation, y'all kind of like people weren't really speaking for the youth. There wasn't a lot of people out there like being very vocal about about mm-hmm. the youth and what the youth need. And not even just the youth, like the community in general, the old heads, like what they need and what they need. Um, like for them to like, you know, be successful and do what they got to do. Um, Anaka, I feel like we have way too much people yeah. speaking for us.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Entirely uh, yeah. too much people yeah. speaking for us. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, we have unqualified people yeah. <laughs> speaking That's what for I'm us. saying, yes. And we have... um you want to have that conversation?
2: From, we, we kind of <laughs> we talked about this from yesterday. Like, yeah, actually. Right.
3: So, right. So, and like... It, it merges because then it doesn't make any sense because this community that's bringing so much... Bro, if you look at Minneapolis in 1990 and you look at Minneapolis today, there's a huge difference, bro. Minneapolis <laughs> in 1990? Too late, too low. Yeah. He's not lying. Run, bro. Yeah. There were like four buildings down Mahad, I had the pictures right here. Yeah. This is Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to do it for you. Minnesota, 1990. Minnesota, 2022. The reason why? At the start. Somalis. <laughs> Somalis. I, I actually believe that. I right. love it. Man, go, actually edit believe shit. that. Oh, so Minnesota 1990, white. <laughs> Minnesota 2021, diverse.
1: Yeah. What they say? Plot.
3: We're one of the most diverse cities in America.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're a melting pot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why? Somalis.
0: Somalis. That's going to be something.
1: And Mahad, yes. all of
0: that, don't let us know. All
3: of that is there. Mahad is our, is our editor, by the way. Big shout out to him. Amazing that, at what he does. Yeah. Love you, bro. But, and it's messed up. It's so backwards that we are that, all of that, and we have the least amount of representation. Yeah. We're we're struggling with a bunch of different stuff. And it just all boils down to, like, the voices that are speaking for us are just straight up backwards people, bro.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But where are the unbackwards people? Why are they not speaking up? <laughs> That's a
3: good question.
0: Yeah, because there's qualified She's still running people. this podcast.
1: Damn. I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> well, that's a great
3: question. That's a great question. That's what like everybody asks, right? I mm-hmm. feel like we had that conversation. It's yeah. like, Well, okay, if there are good people out there, like where are they? What are they doing? Yeah. And like, I told you, like, there's a disconnect because everybody is sick and tired, bro. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear. Bro, I'm I'm starting a nonprofit. i will come through. People can be like, bro, shut the <laughs> fuck up. I don't want to hear about another nonprofit. Yeah, because we've had like literally ten years where niggas started nonprofits. Everybody showed love, made a bunch of money, disappeared. Yeah, started a nonprofit. Everyone showed love.
1: It's bo- like LA. you know, people come and it's like, um, they they come right mm-hmm. and then they feel like or they 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 want to make a change in the community. Mm-hmm. But then in order to make the change, they can't do it by themselves. So they need connections and yeah. resources. But what happens was those connections and resources are like, okay, I'm going to help you. But I'm going to put some strings on you yeah. or whatever. I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm just trying to show you an example. <laughs> but I'm going to put some strings on you. And then they turn into a Muppet. And mm. then now they're being controlled. Oh. And I didn't then, even
0: see it like that.
1: And then at the end of the day. So then when they're like, okay, like this is not working out. They drop the strings and then it's, it's over. Yeah. There's nothing, and there's and no show anymore. And
3: wallahi, I'm gonna say this again. I said this last time and the time before. Niggas is pussy, bro. That's why this is happening. Yeah. There's grown men that are not like they're not really men, bro. they There's not a lot of real It's men a money grab. That yeah. That are willing to sacrifice their people, like their flesh and blood. Yeah. Like Sku Nakana Teen, it's good, it's good.
2: And and y'all pray right next to each other
3: you're, you're <laughs> praying right, and you're exploring. I've prayed wallahi I've prayed right next to and I'm not gonna say names right next to politicians juma'a prayer salat latukana uladdu'u he's gonna go to the white folks back to his office and gonna say here's the plan we got um a, a 1,200 Somali Muslim kids in Cedar Riverside we're just gonna say they're all doing drugs we're gonna funnel in a bunch of money I'm gonna take 20% we're not gonna do shit mm-hmm. and they go about their day
2: Mm-hmm. Like
3: they have the gall To do that bro That's mm-hmm. twisted bro That's messed up
1: Yeah it's very
2: Smile dense. while
3: they add it too
1: Yeah Absolutely But no, no
3: inshallah okay. I think The cure is optimism
1: Yeah I
0: think we need to start Shouting out the ones Who are actually doing well Yeah And that are doing the things That they should be shout doing Shout out to
3: Umar Fatah Big shout mm-hmm. out to Umar Fatah We had him on the show
0: mm-hmm. Can't release his podcast That was an amazing podcast Yeah mm-hmm. that is
3: probably One of the realest politicians
1: that's good yeah i've seen him out in the community and everything like that i stay away from politics to be honest Mm -hmm. i don't know i've been disappointed so many times um but i'm always rooting for my people so i'm happy when i do see someone running for it alhamdulillah you know um but it's just, it's a lot of conflict. and But I'm hopeful, like you said, we have to be optimistic. And I hope some one day someone comes in and mm-hmm. makes it. But it's like, if they do, I feel like they're going to be Bernie Sanders. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah
2: something like that. It's, yeah. it's,
1: it's disappointing. So I think that, like you said, we got to wait for these old folks to just disappear. Just and die. then just like <laughs> stop. Just love, but you come know, on, at the end on. of the <laughs> 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 day. Like, one thing
0: I'm worried about is their ideology is not dying with them. Yeah. Like no. just moving past there to our generation. There yeah. is
3: some young cats. That move the same way. That my, like like 20, 21, 22 that are talking like they're forty year old. Yeah. Like, so my God, I'm like, bro, what is wrong with you, mm-hmm.
2: bro?
3: You're supposed to be on my side. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you no, know, we well, have. I was on the same yeah. team. You no, know we have that that allows us to completely just say fuck the politics, like mm. you said, and all that. Mm-hmm. We have culture. Yeah. We have music. We have uh, poetry. Yep. We have media like this. Mm-hmm. Media outlets like this where we can talk our shit. Rally people, mm-hmm. you know, force things to happen. We have fashion, mm-hmm. and we have all these different things, and those, those things allow us to express express ourselves and, and, and talk our shit. And yeah. Speaking of fashion,
2: yeah,
3: she does. Mashallah, have a clothing line, um, and I really wanted to get into that. Can I just say, for the record, well, like I'm, this, we're not getting paid. I'm not getting paid <laughs> to say this. I am not <laughs> getting paid to say this. She's not giving me no money. This is probably the best do rag that I have ever wear in my life. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you. Show
3: them the do Show them the do the, see the, see the You see the silky? You know.
1: Do you see
3: the silky Y'all made by you, queens? I've never seen this kind of
0: print either on any other do rag. Like the silk Yo. ones look Did silk. Did you hear
3: what she said? What she she said, said made by queens. And you know what? Just clock? <laughs> Yo, what if all the other do made by niggas? Bro? And that's why they're <laughs> not that
0: good. It, poof.
3: Yo, this whole time we had niggas making the do rags.
0: Damn. Y'all have Bow Wow's
1: making their do-rags. Du-
0: this <laughs> is why this is
3: quality.
1: Bow Wow? <laughs> Bow Wow. That nigga is
3: terrible. You wake up with the fucking lines on your forehead. Yo, Bow Wow, bro. Come see me about the boo-ags Yo. you make. Can he be on the packages?
1: Yeah. He oh. yeah he I need to get more of your do too. I got you Inshallah I wear
0: duets like Every single podcast I told him that Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've seen it uh, Yeah. yeah. I need
3: more of your duets
1: I got you For sure well, My hear... hair is
3: kind of um, Loading right now Yeah
1: it's loading <laughs> Are you, to
0: gonna, get, are you gonna get a
3: haircut Fuck no He's, like, he's growing you're not out not going hair.
1: to he just, I thought you were gonna cut it My, my hair, hair. All right. yeah.
3: <laughs> Fuck no He
1: wants to go with Tarzan The only person that
3: Can convince me to come out Is my mother If my mom says cut your hair I'm gonna I'll, call her I'll, I'll cut it No Don't do it Don't do that Don't
1: call her she's gonna say cut your hair i don't want to cut my hair bro. i want to grow it out yeah no get nice. long braids. you could still do durags with long hair That's oh actually, yeah, a yeah. Style. Like you
3: braid it and mm-hmm. then ooh, it's so fun
1: or bro. even like if you just like i don't know the texture but like you know if mm. you just have like nah i ain't got that kind of hair i got okay. that 4c hair okay mashallah
2: i got that, <laughs> <4C> hair. <Okay. laughs> I got that <laughs> hair
3: you know say so i gotta put hella leave-in leaving in that bitch for that you way. could do that <laughs> Yeah, that's smooth.
2: Yeah.
3: Hamza, what do you think about, as someone who wears these do-rags <coughs> all the time, like, all the time, he sleeps in it, he takes showers in the hmm. do-rags, he plays basketball, he doesn't take showers in the do-rags. Okay. Sometimes. 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 No. <laughs> like, wh- what,
0: what do you think? What makes these different? Yeah. I think it's actually the quality. Can I say it, and the color, I've never seen a do-rag this color. Yeah. nor Yeah, that's
1: my favorite color. Yeah. Is there a we, s- we weren't even selling it on the website. I think we gave that How to you before we this had to our shine website. shine so much? I don't know. It's beautiful, though.
0: <laughs> wow. Just
1: um, yeah. Wow. yeah, we really honestly were struggling. Like, you know, shout out to Sami and Amal. Like, without them, African Beauty, they're like the beauty mm. brains, everything behind it as well. Oh, and shine. like, What was the first
0: product that. you guys had? Or at least in mind.
1: So, at first, before do-rags, it was... Come on, silk scarves. And we had nothing. We don't have. Yeah, for the first time, we didn't have anything for men. But it's crazy because men were really supporting us. Bro. Like.
3: Remember at the photo shoot? What was I wearing?
1: Oh, yeah. He was wearing a silk scarf. Bro. They're
3: fire, bro. Yeah.
1: And you know, men can wear it too. Yeah. No, it's it's not like the one I'm wearing now. But it's like a. Four-piece silk scarf. Yeah,
3: fire. I was like, bro, yeah. no, can I yeah. wear this? Everybody's like, bro, this nigga is... Wild, <laughs> bro, bro. Who Take brought this dude? dude. <laughs> who brought this dude, bro? I live had it, bro, like this. I was like, this shit is yeah. flame. I lied, There's, like yeah, a lot anything. of guys that
1: bought it. So that was the first thing we had were silk scarves and lashes. Mm. Um, oh, I remember the, the lashes. lashes yeah. So we, we started off, honestly, like we just started off with doing pop-ups. Mm-hmm. And we had... A couple pop-ups, like, our, they were, alhamdulillah, all successful more than we thought, yeah, mashallah. Mashallah. Um But then towards, like, after our, like, second or third one, um, the girls and I were like, okay, the, like, the boys are really supporting us. Like, what can we do? And um, we were like, okay, we need protective men had word wear for them, too. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen you guys wear durags. So um, then, yeah, that's how we came with it. We didn't know it was going to work. But, wow, like, it sold what out. Made,
0: what made you guys even do the pop-ups? What made you even want to do African beauty?
1: So we're all very um, optimistic, like, people, um, yeah. we're all passionate about business, um, you know, Samuel is a med student, and wow, uh, my I'm friend sure, Amal, sure. yeah, and my friend Amal, she, um, she works in uh, the banking finance world as me, and we're all into both that health and beauty and all that, but we wanted something, like, we had a struggle, we're like, dang, we, it's just, it's so secluded, like, we want something that's fun, that mm. we could, that can represent us, like, we're tired of, we're, like, Going to Seven Mile or Amazon and yeah. like buying lashes, you mm-hmm. know, like we want to support our sisters because yeah. there's like Minnesota's up and upcoming and rising. We're mm-hmm. having events, we're having weddings, like we're having.
2: We feel it. A lot of buzz. things, you know. So
1: we're like, okay, we wanna we wanna have our girls looking and fly and yeah. we wanna look fly too. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how it came up, and we just sat down and. Uh, we started going over designs and everything like that and and it went from there and like i said like they're the beauty and the brains of everything like they came up with so many of the ideas um and then we just kind of like went off each other and then yeah and so the like coming up like we're so excited like mm. what we're about to drop soon like we have thanks to the support of everybody in minnesota and in america shout out to you guys um we were able to come up with some amazing, fantastic ideas, and we're about to drop some, like, heat for both women and men. Again, a lot of amazing things that are going to be coming on, so stay tuned.
3: I'm excited. You know I'm there. (laughs) Shit, I'm about to be first
2: in line. What y'all got?
1: Yes. Um, So, yeah, and the pop-ups was fun. Like, Mm. pop-ups was so fun. So our last pop-up, which I think was in the summer, um, that was amazing. So we, we... collab and oh we love collabing with black mm. businesses so like we collab with underdog shout out to underdog oh, shout out. um juice for skin lula skin um Nubit candles
0: i love the fact that there's a somali person doing yes, all of yes that's the, amazing Yes, yeah,
1: self-made um did you say candles yes uh, our sister she's our friend and she has the most fire candles like she makes candles? she makes it organically with her hands it's nubot candles. nabat it gives you nabat oh, candles. Wow. Yo, yes. candles go check it out y'all go check out nabat candles in. yes and well and i'm not like being biased at all wallahi it is the best smelling mm. most longest lasting most comfortable made candles? by somali candles. sisters that give you nabat so you know shout mm. out to them so um yeah so we pop-ups to were amazing. Those candles worse. <laughs> yeah get rid of all y'all candles y'all just check out number candles um but yeah so yeah so our pop-ups were fun to be honest and that's like how we got the most support and like how we made like money and everything like that and mm-hmm. it's just fun and then we got our website um and our website took off like we mm-hmm. didn't think we were gonna like sell out like I had to shut the website down now because, like, literally everything sold out. I'm like, okay, we got to restock rebrand and everything like that. Mashallah. But, like, mashallah, like, our, it took some time. It, it took us, like, a year. Um, but I love it. And
0: clothing does have hardships. So did, mm-hmm. you, did you guys have any hardships? Or did you guys, have, oh did you guys
1: stumble oh, absolutely. anywhere? Oh, my, absolutely. god. Bro,
3: starting a clothing brand is not easy, bro. At all, at it's all. not. Yeah. And this is a phenomenon that happens in the Somali community. When something blows up, damn near everybody's gonna be like whoa okay i want to do this mm-hmm. too y'all gonna find out quick yeah <laughs> this, absolutely this shit is not easy everyone you guys
1: it. said you guys
0: did multiple
3: pop-ups
1: yeah we did uh, yeah, we forget d- the pop-ups
3: just get it started <clears throat> find like finding yep. a, a unique unique design and mm-hmm. a unique brand then going out and like physically getting the do rags or the the hamars the or whatever like finding a manufacturer to like get that physically to your house mm-hmm. but it, that's like rocket science yeah
1: you. it takes a lot of time (laughs) like shipment packaging Mm -hmm. um just making sure everything like technology building a website you had any advice
0: for someone who's starting up right now they didn't even start yet Mm -hmm. they're just they have that idea of yo i might want to start a clothing clothing brand Mm -hmm. what's the hardest thing that you think like they can stop beforehand i don't even know i'm asking this no i understand what you're saying uh like
3: the best advice
0: like what's the best advice you can give before they start yeah there we go i got you bro bro. um go talk
1: (laughs) i mean two things number one don't stall. don't procrastinate go for it Mm. just go for it do not procrastinate the longer you procrastinate the harder it is going to be for you when it comes to anything i'm talking about financially um just anything um so the first thing is go for it Uh, i guess i have three advices the second thing is um test your materials market like put it on your friends Mm -hmm. take pictures of them you know using that like before you officially launch like get some feedback um get mentorship talk to someone who's already done this you know like don't have a huge ego like it's Mm -hmm. okay to reach out for help like reach out for help if you need to be and also look for ways if you are struggling well first of all if you can save save money like Put money aside. So if you need to sacrifice your Starbucks or, you know, Starbucks whatever it, that you spend like your $5 on every day, like $11 smart water, cut,
3: cut that Netflix subscription, cut, you
1: know, use somebody else's, Netflix, you know, like, but save money, like do that. Even if it's like $500, which honestly doesn't sound, it's, it's really not that much, but it makes a difference. Do that and then also do a lot of research like we're so lazy like there's ways you can get free money like i tell right. people like there's grants especially like they love black people like you know like just go be like i'm black and like find <laughs> it like they'll give it to you like you got to like people think that like we actually have a, a, like a lot of opportunity like at the same time like yes we are struggling behind yeah. um but there is opportunities and there's and, and it's not like white people are giving black people this money there's other black people giving black yeah, people this exactly, money you know exactly. Um, so those are the first three things that I do is don't procrastinate, yeah. save money, and reach and research, outreach and research. Yeah.
0: That was um, an amazing answer. I'm about to go start a brand. I think that's a clip right there. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> a clip right there. That's, <laughs> a,
3: that's some heat right there. And, and I, I feel like you you did a really great job of merging like your corporate world and what you learned from there into your passions yeah. in, in, in life as well. And I feel like also... Um, I feel like you have some gems because you said you teach financial literacy and yeah. you, you, that's a passion of yours as well. I'm not going to lie, bro. So I graduated high school, went into college. I struggled with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like figuring out like, we all did, what yeah. the fuck is a credit card and why do I need one? How do I build my credit? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And then later on, like realizing, yo, I need credit to do stuff, like to get a nicer car, um, to get a loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to like actually have credit history. Like mm-hmm. if you're just you're not really on nothing. You yeah. ain't got no collateral. You ain't got no credit cards. Yeah. Bank has no reason to trust you. Mm-hmm. So, what's like something? Let's say like a kid is 18, mm-hmm. or your kid mm-hmm. turns 18. Mm-hmm. What's something that you would advise them to go do? Just, just in terms of just finances or or financial literacy.
1: Yeah. So number one thing is before you're 18, like I don't know, about you guys, like when I was 15, I got my first job. I was working at Sears at the mm-hmm. mall, and um at the time I would give my paychecks to my mom so she could save it for me. But regardless if you know, if you don't have that type of figure in your life or if, you know, you just are like I'm I'm grown, like I could do it myself, yeah. but save. Like that's the first thing I tell kids is save. But like not save as in like put your money in a shoebox. Like you can get an account before 18 mm-hmm. and you can get a savings account and you can right. manage it so like put your money in there and if you don't trust the bank you know do what you gotta do yeah, just, so. just save that's the number
3: am do you how have much, any saving tips how much yeah how much should they save cause like that's another thing that I struggled with too this is a stupid shit I would do i get like a $500 check mm-hmm. I'll save 450 mm-hmm. and I have $50 left and then that's I'll f- that's big, but that's and then good I'll finish to you, though. the, f- then, then I'll finish the fifty, yeah, and I'll be like, damn, I need money. Oh no! And then I I go like get another Keep 50. going it out. And I'll be like, fuck, four hey, more days Till I get paid, I'll fit. And then like there wouldn't be any discipline because mm-hmm. then I get really used to just like fuck it, I'll take it mm-hmm. out my savings. By the end of the month, there's zero dollars of my savings. this ain't nothing left. you feel me. After like, a while, I learned. Like, yeah, go ahead, but yeah. Yeah, Well,
1: I mean now, like with 2021, what's so great is there's apps uh, mm-hmm. that you could budget, and I love it. Before, I used to write things down, but like there's apps that like like a nerd wallet or like different wallets. You can just search it up, and you could put all your expenses. So I would say like when you're young, at that age, obviously like you know your paychecks are not that big, but yeah. Save half your check to be honest like do half your paycheck so let's say it's 500 put 250 away 250 is definitely gonna last you yeah. for movies and food and yeah. gas yeah. like exactly. you're more than good you know yeah. so I would say half your paycheck now when you're um, and then when you turn 18 don't get a unsecured credit card as in don't apply for a credit card that the bank lends you money I would suggest getting a unse- or a secured yeah. credit card. You put your own money in that credit card, but it helps you build. So you feel the pain when you're using it, but you're still putting the money back. I like the secured card because it disciplines you, and it, you get to practice. I would say do that the first year, the second year, either you already automatically upgrade, or you can request to upgrade, and then you can use that credit card. So I love, I love. Um, I think it's important to start start your credit early. And then if if you do, if you ask your mom honestly if you're underage to put you on your her credit card so yeah. she could start helping you establish credit as you like know an authorized user. as an authorized exactly yeah. um you could do that for sure um but there's so many tips honestly like saving budgeting it's, saving is big but like budgeting is bigger mm-hmm. like you have to budget so like if you are you, Most of the time when we're young, our money is on entertainment, like whether it's food or traveling or whatever the case may be. The new shoes came out. Essentials dropped a new line, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it's just all that things. But like budget. Are you going to like go on Google, look at what your favorite company is dropping and be like, okay, I'm going to wait for that brown essentials hoodie to drop. I'm not going to get the nude and I'm going to get this one. So like budget, like, okay, I'm going to do this each year. I'm I'm going to treat myself to something nice, but I'm not going to do it every month so you just gotta kind of pick and choose and like do research for yourself. Uh,
3: That's fire. Yeah. That's fire. That allows you to kind of grow. Yeah. And then like it with everything in life, I think you would agree with this. It's a lot of trial and error. Mhm. And what works for her might not work for me. Exactly. Might not work for him. Absolutely. So just like have a, a solid um, framework mm-hmm. and just like put stuff in. Take yeah. This, take and invest out.
1: as well. I mean, I don't mm. want to go too into, into depth investing, but anything that you put your money in that you get your money back or more is always a good idea. So. Uh. Look into investing as well. I think it's a really big thing. So if you are, not everybody has an entrepreneur mindset. Like nobody, not everybody's going to open a business or want to open a business. You know, a lot of people want to go to be a lawyer or engineer or whatever, you know. But even in that, you can invest. And there's ways that you can, you know, open your own clinic someday or, you know, open your own firm as a lawyer, like whatever it is. But find ways to invest. So that's like really important. if you are working for a company, 401k, oh my God. Like if you are working for those corporate companies, yes, do 401k.
3: What is a 401k?
1: It's a savings account, and it's for retirement. So it's like you're putting money in, and then your company will match it, you know? But the nice thing, I'm I'm not recommending this at all. But in emergency situations, let's say you're working for a company for, like, a couple years, and then something happens, you know, your mom... Needs surgery or needs to travel and you do need money mm-hmm. you can take it out and borrow against your 401k oh, wow.
2: and
1: that's really nice you know you don't have to go into different avenues um or like whatever the case may be which like i said i'm not recommending you take money out but like yeah and then when you retire i mean you get that 401k you get that 100k 200k whatever it is and so um if that's only if you are working for a corporate and then if you own a business get 401k for your employees get direct deposit please these somali home cares i'm dying because i'm sick and tired of these checks bouncing back like i'm i need everybody to get direct deposit like yo
0: i'm snapping right now let me just get mad at somebody real quick
1: i just it crossed my mind right now all these uh, direct deposits bouncing back these checks and everything like get direct deposit please for your employees i beg you if your mom and dad own a for uh home care tell them to get direct deposit but anyways um yeah that's
3: just ghetto bro. <laughs> yeah it's we in very 2021 ghetto. It's like you, you yeah. taking a check to the bank
1: probably? yeah it's app. yeah that's just that drop right
3: <laughs> <up>.
1: <laughs> but um but yeah that's really the main advice that i would give stuff for someone so
3: no that's really good i feel you know. like man I, I love this because it, it just keeps reminding me of like when i was a kid and i would like go on on, on google <laughs> yeah. or youtube be like things that i should know about saving money you know like, yeah some white guys telling me like hey everybody this is john i'm gonna give you guys two tips <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do we like, have yeah. any somai people that that do stuff like that
1: yeah so <laughs> thank you yes. there are like um shout out to asia i don't know if you guys have heard of you, you guys should definitely get her on your mm-hmm. show one day inshallah for sure um but she had like a growth conference this year um, and she has her own busy, and she does a lot of financial what's, education. What's her name? Asia. 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 Yes, okay. Asia. Shout out to Asia. Do you know her Yes, uh, uh, her Instagram plus her business Premier starter. She literally helps people the community, like mm. even buy houses, credit, save, budget, all that. She helps with that. I
3: um, know, yes. We got to tap in with her. Yes,
1: for sure. She uh, we had her on Eden talk to, and she just dropped a lot of gems for sure. Um, there's uh, right now um, brother he started. I don't know if you guys know Abbas. I call him Otis Abbas. Yes. Um Otis, yep. yes. he, Big shout out to him. Big shout out to him. Motivational. Street, he just started yeah. um, that. And I know that they're going to be focused on young brothers. Yeah. And they want to advocate for financial literacy and everything like that, too. Um, and there's just a few people in the community. But those are the top two, honestly, that like come to my head when it comes to financial literacy. That's Somali. There's a lot of non-Somalis, but still minority, that teach financial literacy. Um, but those are the ones that come to my head for sure. Wow.
0: And yeah. in closing, usually this is how we usually end it. Yeah. But next year, a year time from now, where do you see yourself? Are you are those 12 titles going to continue getting bigger? Do you see them getting smaller? <laughs> those
2: 12 <moms.
1: laughs> She's going to be a community with, advocate in the year.
2: still are to 24 be A superhero?
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> going
3: to be in a Marvel movie. Um. Damn,
1: 12 it's months from question. now. It is a hard question. It is a very hard now. question. Where do you think you see yourself? Inshallah, hopefully my job doesn't watch this but I don't want to be working 9 to 5 in 12 months. Um but if I am alhamdulillah like I've been growing. I'm I'm very grateful. Like it it sucks working for a corporate company but I'm very grateful for that they give me a lot of opportunities. They gonna but be, they, they going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> they going to
3: watch this. They are going to be in the break like Did Man. you hear, did you hear about Yusra? <laughs> She's fired. Yeah, she 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 said she doesn't want to work here anymore. Oh
1: my god! Really? No. The coffee
3: cups. No, sounds they, like a, it sounds like the episode of The Office. Yeah, I didn't get that vibe off her. Did you get to the
0: point where he made fun of us? How about that? Right now, they got to oh, this point and man. they're look at the camera. And then,
3: and then some guy named Mohammed stared see. at the <laughs> camera <speak> like this. <laughs> Bro. Here I goes Ghost I Yo. would not last a day in the corporate world. Bro. Oh my God, no,
1: it's really tough. It's it's not, very God.
3: tough. These are two people that are in the corporate world. Oh it's man, not man. for me. But I would come home be like, <sighs> <laughs> just stressed out just I'm a very Somali person, bro. I'm yeah. a very like African, like black person, bro. Like ext- and I don't know how to turn it off. Bro.
2: Yeah.
3: Even like, at work, like just at my regular job with other Somali mm-hmm. people, bro, they be looking at me crazy, bro. Yeah. They'd be like, Muhammad, you come to the media? I'd be like, that shit damn. I'm not <laughs> that. So they be like, yo, imagine if I say that to Mark.
0: <laughs> now I remember that one conversation you had with one of your managers.
3: Yo, don't get me fired. Man. Oh damn! that conversation? Which one? Say it. I don't care. To be
0: it's the one where you were like, where he told you to do something, and you asked why. Oh. I feel like that kind of question might get you fired in the corporate world. Yeah. I'm Challenging okay. them? Yeah. No, not. It just, wasn't okay. challenge. It was a good let question. Me explain,
3: let me explain it. So, mm-hmm. the way I was raised and like, I grew up in cedar, mm-hmm. right? Pride and like, just like your word and just, like, who you are and respecting one another is a very big thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, there's lines that you don't cross. Absolutely. And there's ways that you speak to each other, right? And, like, that was something that I was taught at a very young age because when I was younger, <laughs> like, I used to do stupid shit, say stupid shit. You yeah. motherfucker, fuck you. Like, say stupid shit. So I learned real quick, though, there's ways that you address other people. As a man, I'm just going to say this straight up, and, yeah, if you ever want to, like, trick somebody into doing something, especially a man, Ask them to do it, don't tell them to do it. Cause as men, we don't like to be told what to do. That's just like I don't know, misogyny all that we mm-hmm. can get into that, but that's just the way we're wired. Like if you tell me, yo, go you fucking dumbass, go pick that up, go put over there, we'll lie, just out of spite <laughs> and be like, I'm not doing that shit. But if you ask me be like, yo, can you go i I'm get up so quick I'm be like, Oh I'm needed you feel mm-hmm. me? So this nigga like he told me to do something in a very like aggressive manner. And he's way older than me. He's like in his forties. And like by the way that's not that old okay i'm not making fun of old people but he's like
0: in dang story. you just
1: said that's not the old but i'm not making fun of old people that's <laughs> oh, contradicting me, that's contradicting yeah.
0: he has something against older people yeah,
1: yeah she's quick with it <laughs> <laughs> she got a podcast oh, my God. <laughs> continue i didn't think nobody would hear that
3: um but no so he like was really talking down on me and like I don't know. Again, see that I could cut it, bro. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't give a fuck. So I told him, "Yo, don't speak to me like that. I'm a grown man. I get that you're like my manager and oh my god, you're in charge of me." I, I, was, I was sitting there watching, listening to this story. Oh, you like, Don't speak okay. to me like that, bro. Come correct it." And then he was like, "What do you mean by that?" And I, I broke it down to him like how I broke it down to him right now. And this nigga in line was like, "You know what? You have a point." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say, Pack your bags, nigga.'" <laughs> yeah so wow that's, what I would not, no, that's good i would not last in the corporate world but
1: yeah you're not gonna last <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. said, i'm gonna tell you this right now yeah. Don't, yeah. Do like, yeah.
3: don't do it don't do it because it's
1: your job you have a manager like they're there, gonna give you tasks i'll be
3: like is there any job opening <laughs> be like, no <"Nope."> nah, not <laughs> for you nope. be like, you're yeah, done there's no way no oh my gosh it's okay i don't want to work in, i'm good that's yeah bless the souls that do it i love you guys
1: yeah Yeah, legendary so
0: in a year you don't want to be working so yeah hopefully and
1: then but everything else that you just mentioned definitely want to be expanded Mm, um you know um i I don't know if i'll continue serving the boards that i am but inshallah i am if not i'll be giving back to community some other way um my business to grow you know with african beauty with my best friends definitely we see huge visions for Mm -hmm. that um and then I'm definitely going to continue always volunteering financial literacy. Like that's never going to stop no matter where I am. Um, yeah, honestly, it's just, you know, something like I just remembered based off of what you said, like I was always very conflicted with the, Working in the corporate world, I yeah. was like, oh my god, like working for a white man collar, like this shit is dead. Like you said, you know. Hey,
0: fr- let me just get this. Cl- hey, boss, I love working. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hold on, I love my job oh and I love where god. I work at. Let me just do this right now because
3: these two, yeah. I don't know what they're
0: talking about. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know, he talks about you all great the time. By
3: the way, he talks about you all the time. Great people, great people. He says great. <laughs> hey, he walks in the doors like, ah, oh, I, I love Such them.
0: a great day. I love today. all of them. All right, we can continue. I just needed to make that known. <laughs> Nigga like said, "I got to pay for rent. I gotta, I'm not talking shit about, about my bills. company though. Ghost talk ain't making no oh money because they not paying. These <laughs> niggas not paying my bills. I mean, I
3: work at Brian Pill.
0: They don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm well, you. I'm sorry for cutting you out. It's just I just I need that money. No,
1: I'm not talking shit about you know the corporate world at all. You know, but like I was saying, my point is actually positive when it comes to corporate world because somebody you know they asked me. they were like, yo, um." if you weren't working in the title that you're in now the position that you're in now mm. who would be helping us yeah. and i that hit me and i was like that's when i realized my job is meaningful even though it's in the corporate world i was like okay at least in the corporate world i can still make a difference yeah. you know i could and, and that's not for everyone you know some people their corporate jobs you really can't but you really can honestly like my shit is banking like it got nothing to do with the community but yeah. i found a way to incorporate that, you just every company has a DNI like diversity and inclusion. You just have to reach out to them and be like, "Listen, do you guys want to be on the news for being racist? No, right? Mm. All right. Well, I want to help my community. You got mm. money? Let's figure some shit out and put back oh, in our community. Yeah, you, you know, give. that's a go. That's a go, speaker. <laughs> right there. That's a goat You know, so so that's why I'm grateful. So if I you know, in a year, if I still am with my company, I'm not going to be, you know, heartbroken about it because mm. I know that I'm still going to be making a difference from my nine to five. So, mashallah, mashallah. yeah, capitalism. Yeah.
3: We're not going to get into capitalism. <laughs> right now. We're
0: not going to get into capitalism <laughs> right
1: now. Yeah. Closing so.
0: remarks. Where can they reach you at? Where can they find you? Yeah. The Go.
1: Um, Instagram. It's Yusrina That's my nickname, my childhood nickname. My y- mom used to Yusrina. call me Yusrina Yeah, oh, nice. but you know, my name is Yusra. Um, and then follow our business page at African Beauty, but it's Beauty with the T E A at the end, Beauty. Mm-hmm. And then follow Eden Talk Minnesota or Eden Talk our YouTube subscribe. Uh,
0: yeah. Do you have anything you want to tell them? Any anything they you got anything coming out? Anything crazy? Because I know you said African Beauty is coming yeah, out. Yeah, stay new like
1: line. follow African Beauty because that's where we're gonna drop all the announcements. Some heat, some uh, heat, some we're heat gonna drop coming. some heat for sure. Um, yeah. Inshallah, we're gonna have some photo shoots. I'll yeah. incorporate you guys with our do-rags ah. and everything for sure. Um, yeah. And then Eden Talk, we're looking to grow as well. We're really excited about all the guests that we've had and the guests that are to come. You yeah. know, I definitely think you guys. Well, not definitely. You guys are gonna be on there, so prepare. On hey. um, what? Prepare. You guys are gonna Can be on Eat and Najibs? talk. Can we get Let's get the ah. Let's get gurahlo. Let's get qurahlo. Let's get mashallah. Let's get all of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think we should have jeez and gurahlo next week. we will have
1: other. a mukbang and we're gonna and get into see, it.
0: And then, could you do me a favor and have them blindfolded and Allah just Allah. put. Awesome he won't you put, know. You
3: can put he my won't mother's know. cooking know. at the Jeep next to I'll know. <laughs> you will know. Well, why I know? if uh, they changed the ranch, and I went to and I said, "Yo, did y'all change the ranch?" These niggas motherfuckers. <laughs> They're like, "How did you know, bro? I've been eating the food since yeah. eight years old." Y'all not about to tell me about the Yo, you hey, bro. loyal.
1: That's, come on, bro. You you this loyal. clip is gonna be used. That's crazy. When fuck the one he fucks up.
0: It's going to really be like, really I've really been lie. eating this since
1: <laughs> I was eight. Evan and wallahi. On the Evan and no. But no, I would love for you guys to be on Eden Talk. And like with Eden Talk, I want to, like, it's cool interviewing people like that are doing something, but I'm starting, I want to have more conversational Mm -hmm. um things like i was telling you about the brother that asked about the relationship stuff like with those things like i want to get into um topics with like our somali brothers and sisters um so yeah so that's like what my plan is coming into next year um yeah i mean you gonna see us we're gonna see y'all yeah that
0: was amazing i had i had a blast yeah i had a great time time then do you have a blast was it good? Thunder, th- th- it was it a good time? It a good time. Thank you good. so much for coming. Thank we you you appreciate you here me. at Goldstock. We clocking out. Thank you. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a
2: wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.